L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> All right. Plexico gets to talk a little bit more about Deshaun Watson at the top of this show. That suspension came down and the fine. We'll talk about that. Baker Mayfield reportedly will be named the starter for the Panthers. Jim Irsay, he believes that the Colts, well, they can reach the Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. I wonder how the guys feel about that. And Scott Frost, well, he says he gets 15 to 20 vomits. That's right. You heard it correctly. Out of his offensive lineman each practice. I'm interested to hear the guys' uh, perspectives on, well, are you working them too hard or hardly working them at all? This is all coming at you right now. First hour, up on game. Here we go. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning, lobs it, Burris, alone, touchdown, and it's 
This is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Hey, it's time to go hunt now. All right, welcome into the show, everyone. Happy Saturday to you. If you want to tweet us, get at us. Make sure you check us out at LeVar Arrington, at Hooch84, at Plexico Burris, at Fox Sports Radio. You want to listen live somewhere other than your car, go to FoxSportsRadio.com, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM83. We got a lot to get to, as you've heard today. Thanks to all our affiliates out there. Make sure you check out our podcast, Up On Game and Up On Game Presents. All kinds of great content for you there. Fellas, how are you doing today? Are y'all excited that it's it's like closer and closer to regular football season? I mean, we're almost to, I mean, man, we, we had some college games take place. I, I mean, how you guys feeling, man? We good. We just wondering uh, when you going, when is your uh, kickball tournament start off? Yeah, no kickball tournaments on, on this side, bro. Nah, it's like kickball tournaments that are, that are on TV, like real professional kickball tournaments. Yeah, it's, where where it's your team league. at? It's oh. it's like a literal league, y'all, like it's on TV. Y'all want to get a team? Y'all want to get a team? I thought you was talking about my broke foot. No, no. Hey, shout out to my cousin Casey Rodriguez. She plays on the professional kickball team down in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. And okay. believe it or not, about two weeks ago was the first time that it aired. Okay. Hey, and, just, just uh, for the people, it's, it's a real professional. <laughs> just league. for the people wondering, what are we talking yeah, about? I'm totally. We're in too. studio, and on the TV screen is a kickball game. Oh, it's professional. Are you in studio? Yes, we are. What do you mean? Oh, are we in wonderful. studio? That's wonderful. Yeah. I thought you went home, Plexico. No, man. Y'all sound on, really man. good, though. Y'all oh, sound we real sound, good. We sound fantastic, and, and we look better than we sound. Oh. Just so you know. Talk to oh, him, church. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> I was wondering how y'all was on the same page so easily, and, and, and I was on, like, man, man what, what is, do, is this man. a bit? What, what, it's, what it's got not, going it's on? Not, here? It's not hard for for us offensive guys to adapt. You know, that's a defensive thing when you don't, you know, uh, understand. Hey, Berto, things. are you going to hit the button on them on this one? Are, are you going to hit the no, button like Berto, the, the receivers keep, keep are pumping, ganging baby. up Racist. on me? Thank you. Oh, thank wow. you. Racist on, towards defenders, man. Come on, bro. What you doing, man? Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Another week. Come on, man. Hey, hey, look here. At least we don't have to do it next week. Yeah, we, How about we, we, that? yes, we are not. We do not have gonna to go ahead and get this out of the way. This we whole do, Deshaun Watson. We do not Watson have to thing. touch on Deshaun Watson next week. Like we can totally go into different topics, but but for now, we will uh broach the conversation of Deshaun Watson. Uh, we got, as you heard, we got my man Berto. That's with me during the week, obviously. The uh, Berto, the the Robert Flores, Roberto Flores. Uh, and we got my man Ryan Bershinger back there. Is, is my man Ilo back there? Is, is, is the legend himself back there? Yeah, all right. Ryan, what we got with the Deshaun Watson situation, man? I'm, everybody's been talking about it, but now we get the opportunity to discuss it post, post-suspension, uh, post, post-disciplinary actions taken against them. What were the details of the uh, discipline? 
Yes, uh, hopefully we will be able to finally put this uh, this topic to bed once and for all because the the suspension came down. Deshaun Watson will be suspended for 11 games, fined $5 million, will be first eligible to return to the field week 13 when the Browns visit his former team, the Houston Texans. What are the details, from what I gather, the details of him being evaluated he has to see what a behavioral expert of some sort that's correct yeah he will be he will be going through some counseling through this process as well okay so it's not a given that he's able to just come back he has to show which I would be curious to know what that is uh, because to me the fact that he has to go through this and he's being fined and all of these things are taking place that kind of says to me that well it confirms that the NFL feels that Deshaun Watson did some wrong stuff but I, here here before I give it to you guys to to run with it here is some sound from Deshaun Watson and then you guys can you know you can get weigh in on do you think this was fair or do you think that it should have been harsher do you think that it should have been less yeah where, wherever you guys are coming from but here's what Deshaun Watson had to say I've always uh, stood on my innocence and always said that I've never assaulted anyone or disrespected anyone, and I'm continuing to stand on that. But at the same time, I have to continue to push forward with my life and my career. And for us to be able to move forward, you know, I have to be able to take steps and put pride to the side. And uh, I'm going to continue to stand on my innocence and, and keep pushing forward. And I've always, you know, stood on not disrespecting or sexual assaulting anyone. What do you apologize for? For everyone that was affected about this situation. There was a lot of people that was triggered. But not the women that accused you of this? I apologize to all women. So anybody that was affected, even yourself, every, everything. So I'm apologizing to everyone that was affected about this whole situation. All right, who wants it? Who wants it? Like, do you do you buy? I I maintain my innocence, but I I want to move on with my life, and I'm I'm apologizing to everyone. And do you think you know what what are your your opinions on on the suspension and the disciplinary uh, uh, decisions against Deshaun? So did you see how when you brought this up as a topic again, you you already knew how we felt about it? Like again, like we're gonna talk about this again? Yeah, that's how the league feels about it. And that's why, whether you agree with the punishment or not, the league is tired of they want it out of the news. And so it's like, how can we resolve this? What's the best way to go about this to make this go away? As far as Deshaun Watson, he truly believes, and at least it sounds that way, that he did nothing wrong. I didn't force anybody to do anything Uh a lot of athletes get put in situations to where, let's just be honest, women throw themselves at you, whether that's the case or not. He apologized for how he made them feel, but he didn't feel like he did anything wrong. Will that be a problem moving forward as far as him getting reinstated back into the league or that 11-game suspension truly being in 11 games? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to be a part of that decision-making and I say that I have three daughters. If somebody assaulted my daughter, um, I lived long enough. They gonna pay for it, mm. and that and that's a fact. Mm. But I, I don't. We weren't in those rooms. I don't know. It's very odd um, that you have that many masseuses. I'll say that we played a long time. If I I got one masseuse that I like, I'm staying with them. Mm-hmm. I got. Man or woman, no matter who it is, I'm staying with them. They do a good job. And so that's a red flag. That is a red flag. I think we all have an idea of 
what he was doing. But was he breaking the law? We don't know. And, and Judge Sue L. Robinson, she rendered her verdict, so to speak, six games. The league didn't like it. We want more. So he was forced to settle upon 11. And I look at it as a 28-game suspension because he missed 17 last year. So in essence, it's a 28-game suspension, and people need to remember and understand that. It's not an 11-game suspension. He didn't play in any games last year, and if he tried, he would not have been allowed to play. He was put on leave. And so it's a 28-game suspension, and in my eyes, I think it's more than fair. Man, I'm going to cap this whole Deshaun Washington thing off with this. TJ had – we were trying to tell him that even though he had missed an entire season, that was not a suspension. And we went back and forth about that. He didn't agree. No, no, no. It wasn't a suspension, but it was, it was a force. Because, it was a because it wasn't stay away, paper. you better not try to play. We don't I know. Mean, that, I mean, yeah, but he did have it – he wasn't suspended, but I, right. I, I can yeah, get he, it. But he, I, yeah, I, he I wasn't suspended. But, but in short, this uh, – it's just time to put it to bed. Just, it's just like you said. Uh, if you listen to the interview and what he had to say, it seems like the more and more he keeps talking, he keeps on just opening the wound, and it's never yeah. going. This is never going to go away from him. It's going to be a, something that he's going to have to live with and fight through. But the more and more questions he keeps asking about it, he keeps bringing it to light, and. When he keeps talking, point. the media keeps digging and digging and digging yep. to get information out of him. Just say, "Listen, I'm I'm not I'm no I'm no longer going to continue to speak about it. I'm trying to play football and move on." Just like he said, I think those are the best things for him to say going and m- moving forward. But for him, listen, the the eleven games that he received, I think he's happy with that. Listen, let's just play just. And five get million. suspended for they these eleven games. 10. Take the five million. Let's move forward and let's play football. But isn't it ironic that the week that he comes back to play, he's playing against the Houston Texans in Texas? Somewhat strange. What are the hey. odds of that, Lavar? Did you just do you know what they are going to do to that young man when he walks on that football field in Houston? Did I just yawn? It did is you, going to, ask me, to did be. I John, TJ? It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be crazy for him to have to deal with that. The first time that he's on a football field in basically two and a half seasons, and you're going to put him in that environment for him to come back and to return to the place where all this well, started I mean, at and it, play it football. Does it need to be looked at as ironic? This I mean, is a company. look at, they, they, look they, at what happened. Company. Eleven games. Good for TV. It, it's you, a company, you know that's good for TV. It's going right. to be the way we've been talking about this <laughs> w- every weekend for the last four or five weeks. And There's no reason to act like that's coincidence. That's, no, that's, it's not a coincidence. No. Hell no, it's not a coincidence. And th- right. you just, how much did the league initially want to fine him, LeVar? Ten. Ten million. How much, what was his salary last year? Ten million. Know. So okay, they're telling right, yeah, you last year was a de facto Suspension without but, it being but, a suspension. But it clearly wasn't if they only took five. If because I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm feeling good about this Absolutely. Scenario. He gets the chance to play football. If if, if you're Deshaun Watson, this you're year. feeling good because you know what they wanted to give you, but it's they ob- on something different. It's obvious he doesn't feel like he did anything wrong, so he doesn't feel good about it. He's just forced to feel good about it. 
You know the saddest part of all of this before we get to break. I, and you, okay, part. can I cut you off really quick? I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. And you know what's you know what's crazy is a lot of people that have talked about this topic, they feel like they have to say, Oh, the suspension wasn't enough because that's how everybody feels. Doesn't matter. Oh, the suspension feel. wasn't enough because ninety eight percent of the people feel that way. So I'm just gonna fall in line and say that. And I, I guess I fall on the other side of it. And I got I got three daughters. I have three daughters. And my daughters, I pray to God this doesn't happen. And the women, if they were really assaulted, I have empathy for them. And I because you you never and because and, I gotta say this because I know a lot of people may disagree with my viewpoint of it. If something really happened to these women. I have empathy for him because you should not – that should not be the case. You're going to work and because that's what they're doing, and then you leave work feeling like I've been assaulted. That I, I don't – that's not cool at all. And, and if Deshaun Watson did do this, shame on you, and he should be punished for it more. You just don't know. You, you but, don't no, know. But, but, but I, I don't what think we do there know. is a correct punishment. It's just time to put it to well, bed with the well, 11 game suspension. The here's the thing, right? Because we're, we're up on a break. But here, here's the thing, all right? They, they, if this were any other place where a, an employee was, was in a situation where the company had to pay out settlements. To to thirty people in particular, thirty people they had to pay pay out settlements to. The commissioner of that company comes out and says that the person's behavior was egregious and predatorial behavior. And you give that person a five million dollar suspension or a five million dollar fine, and an eleven game suspension from us, which is eleven weeks of of being suspended from work. You tell me where else in corporate America where would would that happen? And I would be the first one to tell you that it would be some extraordinary circumstances at that place if a person had that much on their rap sheet at a corporation and maintained employment at that place. That's first. That's first. The, what's jacked up like that's number two on my list but number one on the list before we go to this break number one on the list is that there is a tone deafness from from everyone really closest to to Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson is still sitting here saying I wish people could hear my side of the story I want to eventually be able to tell my side of the story bro you you're about 60 70 uh massage therapists too deep to be saying I want you to hear my side of the story there's no possible way you can justify the amount of people you had that you were using, which weren't even right. some of them even qualified to be massage therapists, and you sliding in the DMs, taking taking care of business that way, away from the facility, away from you know, which I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with how many people it was and trying to justify that there wasn't some type of issue that, that you have in this scenario. It's just tone deaf to what it is that these, these young ladies have experienced. And and, and it's, it's okay to not sit there and say, you know what, let me p- be politically correct and play both sides. There is a, a 100% lock that something inappropriate has had to have taken place for so many people to have been paid out 
and and compensate it for what took place. And that, to me, I think is the biggest issue here. So, anyway, you're listening to Up On Game. We are way, way, way late. Uh, we're going to get to a break. But on the other side of the break, yeah, we're going to talk about a little bit of Baker Mayfield. We're actually going to keep it on the football field, void of any type of drama or anything like that. So uh, say goodbye to Deshaun Watson for now, at least. Um, that will probably be the last time you hear about him on our show, unless something else pops back up. You're listening to Up On Game. That's TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington. We'll be right back. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Juan Gabriel Juan Gis. Selena Selena Celia Cruz Azúcar Harold G La Bichota Christina Aguilera Extina Just to name a few We're serving the whole story From rags to riches And all the tea in between I'm Liliana Vasquez And I'm Joseph Carrillo And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2 Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. <laughs> Welcome back in. Uh, yeah, this is up all game, man. I, I, you know, I, it's funny because I started thinking that we was about to bring on uh, Petros for some reason. I, I don't know. It's weird. Um, 
Welcome back into the show. Happy Saturday to everyone. Uh, TJ Plex, your boy uh, Baker Mayfield seemingly looks as though he is about to get named the starter in Carolina. Bursch, what, 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 what's the give? Give us the deets on it. Yeah, so uh, Jeff Howe of The Athletic reported earlier in the week that Baker Mayfield is expected to be named the Panthers' starting quarterback for Week 1 per sources. However, after last night's game, uh, in which the Panthers played only P.J. Walker and Matt Corral at quarterback, uh, Matt Rule said that uh, that is still undetermined, that they have not uh, named a starting quarterback yet. What do you guys think uh, about the scenario? Because I I have thoughts on it. I mean, obviously there are four (laughs) quarterbacks right now. You know, most most teams only carry two. Some teams mm. carry three. Matt Corral is a draft pick, and mm. and and seemingly could be a, a a a legitimate player in in this league. So there's one roster spot. Um, obviously, you bring in Baker, um, and you have Sam Darnold. What? How does this all play out? P. P. J. Walker is gone. Yep. That so that'll drop him down to three. The thing about it is this: when they when they traded for Baker Mayfield, we all knew he was going to be be the quarterback. It, it was like Sam Darnold's NFL career was like he can't swim. We throwing you into the uh into the swimming pool. Let's see if you drown. And he didn't drown, but he needed to be rescued by a lifeguard, and that's what happened in New York. And then he goes to Carolina. Same thing, under pressure. They gave him a life jacket, but that life jacket wasn't working. And when you bring in Baker, he's going to be the quarterback. We're Me and you, we're biased for Matt Corral. So that, that's why I'm not even going to yeah, bring I, Matt I, up because yeah, yeah. We're, we're biased. We coached yeah. him in high school. We, we, we've we known him since he was a kid. And so we're, we're biased with that. We just, the listeners, let we're, we're biased. We, we know Matt Corral. We have a personal relationship with him. But Baker Mayfield has a, a swagger about him that, if he can harness that, the guys on the team will follow him. He has a leadership and a charisma and a swagger about him that people, if he not rubbing you the wrong way, you 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 fool with Baker. You like Baker. It's just when adversity hits, can he maintain and be the same person? He's shown us he can't, but if he can, he'll galvanize a locker room. He'll want guys – to uh, he'll have guys want him to be the quarterback. Sam Darnold's a little quiet. He 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 doesn't have the same personality as Baker. But as soon as they traded for Baker, I still feel like Sam Darnold is the best option. But you knew he was going to be the quarterback. It's another game. First game of the season, they play the Cleveland Browns. It's going to be must see TV. I, th- I think Carolina put themselves in a difficult situation by bringing Baker into the mix of, you know, being a starting quarterback. I think a couple of weeks ago I asked TJ, I said, what are the odds that Baker Mayfield becomes a starter? And just, what, two years ago you give Sam Donald a four-year, $30 million guaranteed contract. Uh, but you know, Baker going into this situation was – it was a do-or-die situation for him. I don't think that he's a back – backup quarterback he doesn't perform like a elite starter which we know and you just draft Matt, Matt Corral so I don't understand why you would bring him into the fold and for Sam what does this mean for Sam Donald I believe that they do keep three quarterbacks because I, I believe that you have to in, in this situation do you is Baker Mayfield 
the future of this organization, of this team with Matt Carell, who you just drafted? What if Baker goes out there, he goes what? I don't know, 11 and 6 or, you know, 12 and 5, whatever the situation may be. Probably won't happen. What if he goes the opposite? He's out of there. (laughs) He won't be the starting quarterback. But the, the issue that I have with it is this. When the Carolina Panthers were talking about bringing Baker Mayfield into the, uh, you know, the, the the team to be the quarterback, Robbie Anderson had a problem with it. He put out a vow retreat. He was like, "No, he didn't want to play with Baker Mayfield." Now he realized uh, he don't have no choice now. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, on the wall. a couple of days ago, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I, I love his leadership qualities." I'm like, "Hold on, man. Just a month and a half ago, you didn't want to play with him, man. Now." Y- y'all best friends, <laughs> so I didn't understand. I don't understand that part of it, but I guess you know now that Baker's in the fold. If you're a wide receiver, I guess you have to pretty much own up to it and say, "Listen, I don't have a problem um, problem with them. Uh, you, you know, you, you better not have a problem with them because listen, one hand washes the other. Uh, he's going to he's he's feeding you. So if he's not throwing you the football, then that's going to be a that's going to be an issue." But uh, you know, it's it's. I think this is the last straw for Baker. I really do. Um, I've had some very <laughs> tough things to say about him because I didn't believe that he was a number one draft pick a couple of years ago, and it's 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 raining true of what I had to say. But he has to go out and win football games this year because if not, he's going to be a backup quarterback, and um, that's not going to be a. Good situation for him moving forward, being the number one overall pick, and six seven years removed from that situation, you're a backup quarterback or maybe sitting at home. That happens a little bit, but maybe not being the number one overall draft pick and the Heisman Trophy winner. But it does happen. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with Darnold. If Baker gets named and wins it, and Darnold is the backup, do you think they cut him? I don't. I don't know. Or do they? I, I can't see there being any real trade value. So I, I'm I'm wondering. I mean, do you do you move on from them? I mean, to have two starting quarterbacks in the locker room and one arguably, and, and this isn't really discussed very. Sam Darnold was having a hell of a year to start off. If y'all recall, yeah, he, started he, got, they got, he started off three. They got off to a really fast start. He got hurt. Start. He got hurt. And well, then 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 McCaffrey went out. When McCaffrey went out, the whole dynamic of the team changed. It, it, it all changed. It went in a different direction, and they were not able. That whole team went off the rails. That wasn't just just Sam Darnold. That was yeah, the, whole, they, the entire team. Yeah, they started off 3-0, and, and, so, and they lost five straight. So that, that to me, says that why, would not, why wouldn't you give him a reprieve and an opportunity to, to justify why you college, brought him in? Your for, college for, teammate know his butt is on the line. Hmm. His butt is on okay. the line. That that's why. Okay. Speaking of Matt Rule, my 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 Levar Arrington's college roommate. You know, linebackers at linebacker. You you know we were, yeah he was a linebacker. If you could believe that, you know, and and um, that year we <laughs> I we did you lose told me that. I, I did not know that. that. That's still a shock. Yeah, he me. was a linebacker. Yeah, if you go back, I think it was ninety eight. I believe was his number. He played special teams. Special small team, backer. Dude. Super smart dude. <laughs> he was small. Special dude. He thought he was, anyway, he, he thought hey, he was listen, a free safety. 
I, I mean, he was in the linebackers room, so I respected it. You know what I mean? Just like I respect you when you go to the uh, betting line, you know, or you you place your bets and let us know what you're doing, Plex. You know what I mean? If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday, well, do it with DraftKings Sportsbooks. Same game parlays. You know about that, Plex. You know, you can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code SPORTS, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Let's go to our man Isaac Lowenkron for an update. What's up, legend? Hello, fellow legends. Let's start Hello. with a real thought-provoking item from Major League Baseball. The Tampa Bay Times this morning published a very candid interview with former Major League Baseball manager Joe Madden, most recently the manager of the Angels until he was unexpectedly fired in June, but previously brought the Cubs their first World Series in 108 years before that managed the Tampa Bay Rays to the American League pennant. But Madden, speaking about the role of the modern-day Major League manager, told the Tampa Bay Times, and I quote, it's at the point where some GM should really just put a uniform on and go down to the dugout, or their main analytical membrane, he should go down to the dugout. The manager has so many voices in the back of his head by the time the game begins, it's not his game like it had been. It's absolutely the front office's game. Unquote. On to the NFL. Today's preseason action kicks off at the top of the hour with two games. It'll be the Buffalo Bills hosting the Denver Broncos and then the Detroit Lions, also just after the top of the hour, kicking off at Indianapolis. And finally, fellas, I'm of the opinion that there is no such thing as too much football. Do you guys feel the same way? Uh, I do. I feel the same way. As like never, once options. football starts, man, it's the best like part options. of the year. Every I, I could watch football literally every day. Well, let's give you another serving. No college football going on right now, but we have high school football underway. We're going to take yeah. you to Westerville, Ohio, and a fantastic finish last night. Westerville Central trailing Westerville North 20-17 to with five seconds left. Westerville Central at its own 28-yard line and in a clip that has been viewed over 800,000 times as of right now, Westerville Central pulled off a 72-yard hook and lateral touchdown to win the game. We have it for you. Here is the Westerville Central radio broadcast. He goes into the shotgun. He drops back. Three-man rush. Fires over the middle. And a scoop! Oh my goodness! Jacob Harris scoops it! To Kobe Davis, and he's headed all the way into the end zone. Touchdown, Westerville Central. They win it at the end of regulation. Oh, my goodness. Nothing like a great high school football finish to tell you that football is officially back. Back to you, fellas. Gotta love that. Thank you, Ilo, for that update. Fellas, speaking of big plays, uh, Jim Irsay seems to think that uh, Matt Ryan can be the guy that brings enough big plays for the the Colts to be able to reach the Super Bowl. Do you guys feel like this is accurate? No. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a good nah, team. Nah. But new team, right? You know it's a who good team. Who was our defensive coordinator last year? You know where he's at? He the head Where's coach he of the Chicago Bears. You know who their defense coordinator is this year? Somebody that I think oh, is a DJ. hell of a coach, Gus, Gus Bradley. But it's mm. different style defenses. And, and so how, how do they adapt? 
Shaquille Leonard, who was last year, Darius Leonard, uh, right. is in practicing coming off injury. Animal. Uh, it is Matt Ryan going to make that much of a difference to where you go from not making the playoffs to being a Super Bowl contender? Uh, oh. I, I don't No, No, to answer that question, I, I'm going to say no. They're going to have to have a – they're in a division with the Tennessee Titans, who was the number one seed. They're the number one seed last year in AFC, the Tennessee Titans. And so I'm going to say no, to be honest with you. Um, I think Jacksonville is going to be better this year. And so I say that and laugh because I already knew when I said it what was coming. He's got Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, nah, I, I don't agree with uh, Mr. Jim say at all. I totally disagree. I don't okay. think they make the playoffs. I really don't. Oh, wow. And we had this conversation uh, months ago when I asked TJ, I said, do you think that Matt Ryan is an upgrade from Carson Wentz? I said it. he was. I think they're, they're basically carbon copies of each other as far as uh, talent playing the position. I don't I don't think that it's, it's a tremendous upgrade. Uh, no T.Y. Hilton. You got Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, to throw to on the outside. But other than that, offensively, the defense is going to have to lead this team if they want to compete in this division to be able to make it to the playoffs. But <laughs> to get to the playoffs in that division, like TJ said, I believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars will be better this year. Okay. The Tennessee Titans probably win this division again, and it's going to be a dogfight for them, them to get in the playoffs. Uh, is it If they don't make the playoffs, what is this – uh, say about Matt Ryan, TJ? That he wasn't as good as Jim Ursay believes him to be. Now, I believe they'll make the playoffs, but they're going to they're gonna need a bit of good luck, meaning you, you look at the ASC North. It's a minimum of two teams coming out of that. And, and so if you look at the – You might AF- get four in the West, three, three, and at, so at 100%. You, you're three. not getting four out the West. And it's a, it's a minimum of two – Coming out the AFC West, if people believe like I do, the Dolphins are going to be better. Mm. That's so there, there's it's going to be competition. I believe there'll be a playoff team, but I think three come out of the West. Naming the teams that I just named, three gonna come out of the West. I, I don't see them being you, a Super you, Bowl I'm contender. I'm gonna give you Denver, the Chargers, and Kansas City in the playoffs. See, I'm gonna give you the I, Raiders. I thought, I thought you was on the, the Raiders. Chargers. I'm going Raiders, Chargers, and and uh, Kansas City. <laughs> well, somebody ain't gonna make it. It's tough. Denver, Denver is the one to me. That's the bubble team. That's the bubble I, I, team. You know what? Uh, uh, Russell is sneaky, man. That I'm division you. is so tough. It's the best. Man. It's the best uh, division in it's football. The best division. You literally yeah. are gonna have we like literally gonna have to watch these teams play before you can get a feel for what is what. Uh, no, like I it, agree it's, with that. You just don't. We can all say, "Oh, is this? Oh, is." That division is so tough, at least on paper, you just don't know. And one thing about the division, all four teams have pretty good defenses. You're going to have to have defense in this conference. You know what's crazy? Just go. If you want to slow down these offenses. They all have good defenses, good quarterbacks, good skill guys. Like And they all play on grass. Dude, if you look, <laughs> Denver, Jerry Judy, and me and play. One of the best college receivers you've ever seen, his ability to stop, go, and his ability to create separation. Mm-hmm. You got your Penn Stater, if he can stay healthy, and KJ, Cortland Sutton, 
They got skill guys. Javante Williams is a running back. And then you look at the Raiders, the best receiver in the league, Devontae Adams, then they got Hunter Renfro, and they the got best Darren Waller. In football. Yes. Uh, the Chargers, you got Keenan Allen, you got Eckler, you got Mike Williams. They loaded. And then you go to Chiefs, who at least they have Travis Kelsey, but on paper you'll say, oh, who are their receivers? Man, Patrick Mahomes going to make it do what it do. And, and so that division and just the offensive guys alone, it's a push. You, yeah. it's a push. It's gonna be a thirty-point <laughs> division this year. If you, if you, if 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 you gonna have to stop offenses from scoring thirty points. If, if Miko Hardman gets the target, Miko Hardman can play. Can, mm-hmm. If he gets the targets and the looks, and, and Juju can play like he did his rookie year. The problem is he just hasn't done it in well, years. Listen, Juju has not been able to you know, uh, duplicate what he did his rookie year because people don't understand that he was playing alongside Antonio Brown. And he right. was drawing Does he have an Antonio Brown he was playing with the Chiefs? In the slot. He does Would not. Would it be Kelsey? No, it's a different position. It's a ho- an entirely different position because, you know, like you say, Travis Kelsey's a tight end, so he's playing inside on the slot. In reference to Antonio Brown, he's playing the exposition where the defense is going to have to make a decision. Are we going to play single high or are we going to double him right off the rip? And what that does is when Juju was in that system, it puts him in a slot. And he was working one-on-one against linebackers and, and nickelbacks, and it was easy for him to get open. You know what position Scott Frost played? played uh... he, he, he started off at free safety. Yeah, free and safety. Then he and then went to quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Why that, was that? that well, player, why did you ask us that? Because, why was that relevant? Because uh, he's made fifteen to twenty offensive players uh, vomit each practice, and we're going to talk about that <laughs> on the other side of this break. I'm glad you asked. You're listening to Up on Game. That's T.J. Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris. I'm Levar Arrington. We're going to take a quick respite, and we'll be right back. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo. 
two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip-syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready? Y'all ready? (laughs) Hey, welcome back into Up On Game. Guys, I know this is a a short segment, but Scott Frost, you know, he's the new – O-line coach for, for the team what? in Lincoln, Nebraska. We got a little bit of sound. Take a listen. I'm interested in the reactions. I, I laugh with the guys because there's about probably 15 to 20 vomits every day from offensive <laughs> linemen, and it isn't because they're not – it's not because they're not in shape. Uh, he's just working them hard. I think they love it. All right. I don't they know don't who that love is. it. That's number one. I about to say, I don't know who that is that said that, but that that's um, – who was that? Oh, that Scott was Frost. Scott Frost? Yeah, they don't oh, love that. Was he speaking in third person? Man, Scott, you a former player, bro. You know they don't love that. If Ain't they, nobody trying to be thrown if, up 15 if times the wor- in the practice. If the workout is that hard, they shouldn't be doing a workout. It's no way. It's no <laughs> way possible. Uh, I think Scott Frost is trying to get the same reaction out of these players that he was getting down to UCF when he was the head coach because, you know, obviously because of the, the heat and the humidity. And, you you know, when you're trying to get in shape in the South and Florida, you going to throw up. That's just uh, that, that's just the nature of training in that kind of heat. So, uh, obviously, he's trying to get the same out of those guys in Nebraska and trying to run them into shape. But throwing up, that's not good for hey, anybody. If, if and it you, doesn't feel good. Hey, if you're throwing up, people throwing up. You can, and you see he had to throw that disclaimer out. They are in shape. No, they not. 
They, uh, either no, they, they not. Either they're not in shape or you working them too hard. Like, let's just be clear. And either I, they're not in shape yeah. or you're working them too hard. It's one or it's one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're saying they, are, it's not because they're not in shape that they're throwing up. Then if they're in shape, and you're working them past the threshold of where 15, 16 of them are throwing up per practice, uh, you don't. Uh, either you're intentionally trying to get them to do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, at, at what point are they going to get in shape to where that stops? Like, I mean, really? If you're a it's player, Donovan, it's Donovan Raiola. Ry- <laughs> hey. Ry- oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 he played coach. in Nebraska, played with Detroit. Yeah, so it's not. It was Scott Matter Frost fact, talking about. His, if I'm his not new mistaken, coach. doesn't he have a? I think he has a son that's a high school quarterback that's supposed to be a stud. Right. Yeah. Look him up. Right. I think. Yeah. Nah, well, and you can't. You ain't gonna talk crazy to him because then y'all gonna be going toes. So you just be like, I ain't doing this workout today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen to sixteen vomits per practice. Nah, uh, I, I gotta say, you you know, y'all, you might have to rethink that one. You're listening to Up on Game. We're gonna take a quick break. Hour two coming at you. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.